Welcome to the Painting Experience Podcast for January 2014. On the Painting Experience Podcast, founder Stuart Cubley explores the potential of the emerging field of process arts and shares inspiration and insights from his ongoing workshops and retreats. In this episode, Stuart introduces the first principle of the painting experience, painting for process rather than product. Hi, this is Stuart Cubley, and this is the first podcast of The Painting Experience. I felt that I wanted to begin this podcast series for a number of reasons. It's been over 30 years now that I've been facilitating workshops and retreats in the painting process, and there are many people who have done this, uh, thousands by now, over the years, and I know that the experience that many people have had has been an important turning point in their lives and has left a significant memory of their experience that happens when they paint for process. And uh, many of these people return. I see many of you uh, coming back to workshops uh, again and again. In fact, probably somewhere between a third and a half of our participants in any workshop are returning. And so I know that there's a desire to stay connected and a desire to revisit that place in yourself that is elicited through process painting. And so the podcast may provide a way for you to stay connected. And also I'd like to say for people who have not participated in the experience before, Most of our people come from word of mouth, and it's from a friend or someone who has done the experience that you're inspired to consider it for yourself. And it's really difficult, without having done it, to really get any kind of grasp on it or any kind of understanding of what it's about. And I'm hoping that the podcasts and the ways in which I speak about it might be useful in that sense as well. So today I'd like to talk about really the essence of the painting experience, which is process, process art. This is fundamental to the experience that people have when they come to one of our workshops or classes or work with us online, that the process is the fundamental resting place, the fundamental element in the experience rather than the product. And I know that's quite easy to say, and it's kind of bandied about a lot these days in various contexts, but it's actually quite a radical about-face to make, to have your experience be more important than the outcome of your experience. And especially in art, because art is traditionally associated with the product, the artistic outcome, the object that you get at the end of the experience really is the reason for doing the experience. And there's tremendous emphasis placed upon whether, in painting for example, whether the product works, whether it's successful, whether it's beautiful, whether it's recognized, whether it's got a big price tag on it. And so the emphasis being on the product really places you in a position of needing to evaluate 
your success or lack of success in the experience based upon the finished product. And that inevitably involves other people's reactions. In other words, is it deemed worthy of being viewed? Do other people see it as successful? It becomes other-directed. And therefore, the concepts of talent, technique, and training become really important because you think that to get a successful product, of course, you have to have the tools to achieve that. And so painting becomes, becomes another skill to learn and ultimately becomes a commodity. And that's pretty much the milieu that we find ourselves in when you consider painting. And so, as I say, it requires a rather radical about-face to consider doing it for an entirely different reason. To consider engaging in the mystery of the painting process purely for the serendipity and the discovery and the exploration of the experience itself rather than how it turns out. And so that's really the emphasis and, and as I say, the, the, the foundation of the painting experience is creating an environment and therefore an experience of making the process important and giving a great depth to that. In other words, it's not unusual for people to say, okay, the process is more important than the product, but then you find that it's not quite true, that there's a hidden agenda somewhere where there are certain things that are better than others. And as soon as that boundary is crossed, as soon as that sort of compromise is made, everything's destroyed, in my view, in terms of the potential and the depth that can be experienced through, through being really clear that it's the experience that counts rather than the outcome. In the workshops and retreats that I lead, the important part in the beginning is really establishing the environment and the sense of community in which there is this understanding that there's going to be no assignment to begin with. There's no assignment. There's no direction. And there's no teaching of technique. So that each person is really encouraged to explore on their own and to not have a goal already set in mind so that you can approach this white canvas in front of you, this white piece of paper, this white void, with a sense of excitement, a sense of not knowing, a sense of openness where you haven't already clamp down on where it has to go and therefore are going to be struggling about getting there. And secondly, establishing the environment of non-competition and not comparing people. And this is incredibly important because if you are in an environment in which there's going to be comparison and there's going to be awards given or there's going to be a show and tell at some point, you're going to remain guarded because you can be hurt. You can be compared. You can be evaluated in relationship to. And again, that supposes that there's a standard, that there's a measuring stick, that there's a, a way in which certain things are more successful than others. 
And this destroys something rather precious in a person because as soon as there is a standard to achieve and the comparison against that standard, there's a type of shutting down. There's an essential innocence that's lost. And so very important that we establish this in the beginning. And I must say there's an incredible experience in a community in which people are not doing this, in which there is no comparison and there's no standard, it creates an incredibly different flavor uh, of being together. In some sense, when this sinks in and everyone is really exploring in their own way and not comparing themselves to each other, there's a energy that develops and you feel like everyone is rooting for everyone else that it's not about me in comparison to you. It's about you're enthralled and, and encouraged by what others do. So there's a potential that is developed through painting for process rather than product that is quite far-reaching. And I think there are different levels to understanding why this is important. What is the purpose, really, if you ask the question about doing this? What is the purpose? Because the purpose is pretty clear if you're painting for product. It's to come up with a product and therefore to be recognized for the product and possibly be paid for the product. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I want to say that's the world in which we live in and being involved in the world cannot do other than being engaged with producing product. There are projects and you bring projects to completion. I'm not saying this is this is something that shouldn't be happening, but when you talk about the creative process, by establishing the product, the products are going to happen, but by establishing the product and setting up the goal for yourself, something essential is lost. So the painting experience explores that realm. It explores the experience of creating itself. Because as soon as you do this, as soon as you make the experience of creating important, rather than the product, many doors open. And you realize that many insights about yourself can come to the fore. For example, the reason we are often so attached to the product is because it's going to define us. In other words, a good product means good person. Good painting, good painter. Bad painting, bad painter. It's quite subtle and very deep, this identity that we project on the painting. Of course, then, the product becomes important because our own sense of self-worth is, is on the line. And to risk doing something for the experience rather than the outcome means to have a very different relationship to that risk. To be interested in exploring non-attachment, to be willing to enter a condition of not knowing, so to speak, and not to be making this one-to-one -one correspondence between what happens out there and what's going on in here. So then the painting process becomes more of an internal exploration, becomes more of a meditation, becomes more of a discovery of the dimensions of self rather than the definition of self, rather than trying to codify our identity and to label ourselves 
as successful or unsuccessful, it becomes much more of an interesting journey into the mystery of who we are and into the mystery of what arises from moment to moment and into the serendipity of the unconscious, the larger dimensions of our psyche. And this becomes the purpose. And if you realize this, then your approach to painting becomes a very different thing. And I think this is what people recognize in themselves and why they return to the process again and again, because there's a dimension of being that is available through painting for process that's very different than the dimension of becoming, which is what happens when the product becomes important. Because if your psyche is engaged in becoming, it's of course never enough. No matter how lauded the product might be by yourself or others, it's never enough. And therefore, you're going to be engaged in endless rounds of judgment and struggle around whether it's working. But if the painting process becomes about being, about dimensions of being, then you're continually surprised by the new dimensions that open up. And it becomes a true adventure, a journey into yourself that yields tremendous insight and, of course, opens doors that uh, are not just about painting. The painting is a tool, but the, the doors that are opened are doors that access many other parts of your life. So the emphasis upon process versus product has many levels to it. And it's not something you say, oh, I get it. Okay, I'm going to live for process or I'm going to paint for process. No. Because you may set that intention, and then, of course, any place in which you don't quite believe that or are still uh, have any attachment to the self that's represented by the painting, it's going to arise, it's going to come up. And you get to grapple with it, and you get to work with it. And so that's where it gets juicy. I'll talk in a future podcast about creative blocks, for example, and about the juiciness of coming up against those places in ourselves where we're holding rather tightly, too tightly, and trying to control and trying to force an outcome of some sort. So this will um, be unfolding as I do future podcasts, and I hope this is helpful to you, and I look forward to speaking to you another time. Thank you. You can learn more about the painting experience and find a list of upcoming process painting workshops by visiting our website at www.processarts.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. The theme music for this podcast comes from Stefan Jacob. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again soon.